Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? <coughs> Never mind, I think I found it. Hello, horror freaks. Welcome back to Scream City. I'm your host, Monica. And I'm Jess. And today we will be discussing a new film called A Haunting in Venice. I've seen a million of these so-called psychics, each one a fake. I do not believe in psychics. Come with me to a seance. Spot the con I can't. Detective, you are here to discredit me, but I can talk to the dead. I love, um... I like this film. Me too. <laughs> That's as far as I can say. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into the actual movie, though, uh, Jess, did you have any jump scares for this past week? Um, I know I had a couple. Okay. But I did have one happen on my way here. Okay. So I was telling you this before we started recording, but I was wa- uh, listening to uh, episode one of season three. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, at my house before I, I came here. And... I get to my car, I turn my car on, and I have Bluetooth, right? Tell me why something starts playing on my radio, like, you know, on my Bluetooth in my car. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? It sounds like a podcast. Well, yeah, it was mine. It, no. <laughs> oh. It was not. That was the jump scare. Oh. It was someone's, that who shall not be named, podcast. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, And I was, girl, when I tell you... It was, I literally jumped from the fear of hearing this person. Yeah, like voice. Yes. I'm dead. And name. And it was just traumatizing to me. You were like, ah! Yeah. So I don't know how that happened. I really don't. I love um, that. And it's funny because when I paused it um, and I like I was trying to like find my find like an actual music that I mm-hmm. wanted to, to listen to, it kept playing. <laughs> And it's I was like, like you gonna listen to Nuh-uh. me. Anyway, that was my jump scare. I love that for you. Um, besides that, I'm sure I've had more. I worked yesterday, so that was a jump scare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing else too crazy. Okay. What about you? Uh, same. Um, working will always be a jump scare for me because, like, why? Right. Like, why am I working? Right. You know. Yeah. I'm kind of over it. Um, but aside from that, nothing, nothing too crazy. I'm really excited. We're. It sounds like we're both planning our trips for. Mm-hmm. HHN this year and I'm so excited um uh and the only other good thing that's been happening is I've been keeping up with reading still so I'm gonna I'm going to try and see how long that like if I can extend that until the end of the year so um must be nice I wish I could say the same but the only things I'm reading are for school yeah that's I read uh which is kind of horror but I read tender is the flesh I read Mm. it for my sister's book club but it's been on my tbr for a while uh, a five out of five. Really? Don't ask me to bash this book because I won't. Okay. Um, it's really good. I don't. There are there are very some some very questionable scenes in this, but she got the message. The author did her thing in getting okay. the message across for this book, and yeah, it's there. I've I've definitely heard of it. My brother has it. He was reading it a couple of months ago. It's so it's a doozy, but it's a good one. I'll I liked it a, a lot. Give it a shot. <laughs> With caution. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, finally getting into this movie. If you haven't had the chance to watch this movie, just know that there will be spoilers. This is a pretty new movie. It literally came out a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So don't say that we didn't warn you. But to give a quick synopsis, in post-World World World War II, Venice, Poirot, new... uh, I can't speak. Now retired. I can't speak. It's, it's okay. the coffee that you gave me. I, it is what it is. I'm blaming you. Okay. Okay. For your illiteracy. Yes. 
uh, Poirot, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a seance. But when one of the guests is murdered, it is up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. And that he did. I'll tell you that. Yes, period. So with that being said, I need to know what your three are for this movie. So your favorite scene, your first impression. We really only get two kills in this movie, but I guess maybe like your favorite scare, if you did get any out of this movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's a little bit lower on the, on the scary scale. Yeah. But yeah. So first impression, um, I watched this, um, I have no idea, like last Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell whether or not I have mixed feelings about this movie. Right. Um, I'm not entirely too sure what I was expecting about this movie, but overall, just know that I did enjoy it. Um, I do know one thing for sure, though, which is this movie comes in second in the, like, Agatha Christie, like, Yes, you know, I remember you mentioning that in our last episode, and I think I had said that I would try to keep up but i i yeah. didn't and, and like the movie adaptations but uh i think murder on the orn express comes first for me then this one and then death on the nile okay um i should watch the other ones yeah they sound just as good is it pretty much the same like yeah. plot line yeah uh well murder who yeah a good it's m- still mystery. kenneth and and all of that so okay. yeah um overall i enjoyed the movie uh i did think that it had quite some good jump scares so mm-hmm. you know but um yeah my favorite scene i kind of want to pick two because i think i enjoyed both of these equally um i liked how in the beginning we see like all these little kids with the vintage halloween masks yeah, and costumes really cute. um the overall like halloween vibe just felt like i don't know just cozy for some reason mm-hmm. um because i feel like you you don't really see that anymore unfortunately right um and kind of like that whole scene where there's like the puppet masters and they're telling the story of like, what was it called? I don't know. You just watched it last night. Like the vengeful kids or um, children. The story of the. Yeah. Like what it's called. I don't remember. I forgot what it was. Called. I also do too, but it's like their, their revenge yeah. on the doctors and nurses. Yep. Um, my other scene would probably have to be during the seance um, and the typewriter is typing and all of a sudden it just jumps to like a letter being written. Oh my gosh. Yes. Not only was it spooky because it was the letter M. You're welcome. No. <laughs> uh, but overall, I did like the the visual and, and everything. Oh, oh, absolutely. Which, yes, we do find out later that it was fake. But yeah. it was fun. It was, it was. It was a really spooky. good scene, though. I liked it. My favorite scare. Girl, when I tell you I, I jumped. I jumped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My head hit the ceiling. <laughs> God damn. Um, the fucking scene where Prara, whatever the fuck his name is, is in the, the restroom. Yes, the detective Prara um, is in the restroom and fucking Alicia pops up behind him. First of all, I knew it was coming. Looking spooky as hell. And I still jumped. Yeah. I knew it was coming because I love me a good restroom scene where they're like washing their hands or washing their face and they look up and there's someone behind them. In the mirror, I yeah. love me a good scene like that. Yeah, same. It, it's, a, it's a good one. But I think it also doesn't help that, again, they do that thing where like every 
time they give you a jump scare they also give you an extremely loud loud sound sound. behind it so then it's like at that point i'm not even scared of what i'm looking at i'm Mm -hmm. scared because my eardrums (laughs) done bursted (laughs) so thank you for that yeah so that was my that was my favorite scare okay um but yeah what about you what are your top three yeah so my first impression i just watched this movie last night and we got out of the theater past midnight also okay going back sorry going scooting back to my little jump scare so we we get so after coming out of the theater we get in the car mm-hmm. and i get a tap on my window a little oh, no ma'am and this, and this man uh he's speaking to me in spanish and he's like um tu, tu llanta. and then i was like i look back at it i couldn't really see and he wasn't it wasn't like mexican spanish i don't know exactly what spanish it was but he said esta pinchada Ooh. and then i was like and i was like okay and I roll up the window and I look at Mateo and I'm like, your tire's flat. <laughs> and he gets off the car. He goes and looks. And then I forgot to tell the guy, thank you. And then so I rolled down the window and I was like, oh, gracias. And he's like, see, sí, another, another. He ends up leaving. And then so we ended up like changing a tire in an empty ass parking lot outside this theater. And like it was it was scary because we didn't have the right tools. I had to call my roommate. She had to bring her stuff like it was a, it was a whole mess. We ended up leaving the parking lot at like one something. And the, when I say the parking lot was empty, parking lot was empty. And the and I'm talking the minute he like screwed on the very last like nut, mm-hmm. pouring. <gasps> pouring rain. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was it was like a, such a fucking thing. So I went from like, like, oh, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. To like, what are we going to do now? I know. So the movie is still very fresh on my mind, but I'm also kind of like getting over of being like, oh, dodged a bullet. Um, so I just got out of the theater. So it's still very fresh on my mind. But I also cannot tell whether I like love this movie or not. And I I can't tell if I'm just biased because when I say I love me a good whodunit moment, mm-hmm. um, I love guessing and I also, okay, as I know maybe some people with major God complexes don't agree, but I actually like when I guess wrong because and then oh. I'm like, because, and then, because I get so in my head of like, it's this person. Okay. It's this well, person. I don't trust them. Wait, and then, before, before you continue with that, when we discuss the movie, I'm, I'm going to ask whether or not you guessed right or wrong. Okay. 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 And I'm also going to, and like you said, like we love a good whodunit moment. Yes. I'm also going to mention like, what movies this movie reminded me of which yes. you'd think that any whodunit movie reminds you of every other whodunit movie but yeah this one had strong yeah. movie that i'm about to mention <laughs> yes, vibes, yes. So. okay yeah so 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 yeah so I, I i can't tell if i'm biased because i really do love murder mysteries i think they're there's something about them that I just really enjoy overall, but this specific film I really enjoyed because I like the take on murder mystery, but like make it spooky with right. ghosts and paranormal. Um, and I all t- I too really, really love the cinematography for this movie. It was very off-putting and eerie, which is very fitting to the theme that they want for this murder mystery. So right. I really enjoyed it. My favorite scene I liked almost every scene that there was an interview going on. Mm. So I loved, loved, loved the way the scenes were shot because in every time and every um, in every interview shot, none of the characters were in center. So they were like off to the corners, off to the side. Mm-hmm. They were just not in center. And it made everything so much more mysterious and eerie and very like, are they lying? Are they not lying? And then there were also some shots that were kind of like 
from the top down. So it was like off center and then from the top. So it was like, I don't know. It was really weird. And, um, but more specifically out of that whole interview scene, I liked a lot of them, but I also really liked where the detective was connecting the dots between his own bodyguard and his friend, the author yeah. for Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. Is she dead? I tried to gaslight him. She's uh-huh. like, oh my God, you're crazy. Oh my God. I would never. And then a second and later she's, she's like, like, okay, but would you, you blame me? me? She's yeah. like, I needed a book. Like I needed, I needed me a storyline. My last three books were not that great. I need me a new one. What did you want me to do? I got to get my bag. <laughs> Um, and then, so he, and then he was like, I thought we were friends and she was like, yeah, but like money. And so, yeah, so it was, it was this whole thing. And I really liked the way that they were shot. Um, my favorite scare, I didn't jump a whole lot, but my body took a screenshot. Okay. When the damn chandelier fell in the middle of him talking, Mm -hmm. like after he got through saying like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. Ghosts aren't real. So, but the thing is, it was one of those moments where my body physically did not jump or even react, but my soul damn did. Mm-hmm. My soul, my soul jumped out of my body, took a screenshot, went back into my body. My heart was thumping because <laughs> I was like, why was this so fucking loud? <laughs> and there's, there's another scene too, and I guess might as well just talk about it, but the scene where, uh, what's her name? The mom wrote, uh, Rowena? Mm-hmm. Drake, mm-hmm. when she's like standing on on the edge of the thing, and all of a sudden, Elise Alicia she comes just up behind pops her up and behind literally her. pulls her off the balcony. Uh-huh. Now you know what? Also, it was very it's a very subtle, very quick scene, but right. Mateo's like that just scared the fuck out of uh-huh. me. So when he's coming out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. and his author friend just reaches out from the side yeah. of the screen and is like, "Come with me," and mm-hmm. then I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. "It's a good one." So there's 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 like some very small jump scares in this, but it's overall a very just eerie, mysterious, kind of gothic type of um, writing. Yes. And it's very good. I loved it a lot. Um, To be in Venice. Honestly. Before it sinks. I need to visit immediately. (laughs) Let's go. Um, Let's go ahead and discuss some of our little favorite scenes and moments really quickly. Um, So go ahead and mention the type of vibes that this was giving you. Okay. I said movies. And trust me, during, while I was watching the movie, I thought of multiple other movies, but for some reason I can't, remember them right but right, right. the main one is 10 out of 10 knives out knives out yeah i i get the same i get the same vibe i get the same aspect it's kind of like it's it's, it's like a darker knives mm-hmm. out um and i think i'll just go ahead and mention this right now i think like knives out clue this one um i'm trying to think of other murder mysteries that i've seen because i've seen others and i'm sure maybe oriental express and all of the other ones that come before this i think what i really love about murder mysteries is the overall theatrical and drama dramatic type of acting that it takes to really show in your dialogue or like show in your lines Mm -hmm. like yes like every movie is dramatic yes every movie is like this but i think if you were to see the acting like in a drama or in a horror movie or anything like that and you compare it to like a murder mystery murder mysteries are always going to be so much more like theatrical Mm -hmm. and so like it's something that you were see in a play so it's not like the best but it's also really good i cannot explain it and i'm sure maybe someone understands what i'm saying but it's just so dramatic and theatrical and i love it it's so so good i love it i I eat that shit up (laughs) um 
but now that I, you know, I was like, did you guess the killer right or wrong? I'm interested in knowing whether or not you did. So my first guess was his author friend. Okay. I did not trust that bitch. Tina Fey? Yes. Yeah. She you can me- never trust Tina Fey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> never trusting Tina Fey. I, I thought of her the minute that we got together and like and we entered like the the house I just I just didn't like I I wasn't I don't know so I, I did guess right but it was like my like third guess but I only guessed it whenever the guy who plays um his fiance her fiance whenever he got his cut and then he said this isn't Oh yeah, this isn't honey uh, flower, whatever flower honey yeah. or flower nectar. Maxime Gerard or whatever. Yes, his name was. Max. Yes, Maxine. Um, whenever he said this isn't, um, this isn't flower honey or whatever it is that she was supposed to be growing. He's like, I can't really mm-hmm. put my finger on it. I was like, hmm. And then I started connecting some dots, and then I thought about the scene where she was like, yeah, like yada yada and then i was like she's gonna be on my radar and i was like and we don't we're not seeing a lot of her either like we're not seeing a lot of what's been going on with her and yada yada so she was my very last guess but I, she was a guess of mine so yeah. i'm going to say yes but it took me a while to get there i <clears throat> so my first one was it has to be the mother right mm. that was me but then i was like and there was a reason too and i forgot what scene it was where mm-hmm. i was like hmm but after that, I steered away from her, and I thought it was Tina and the, the bodyguard and the bodyguard mm-hmm. Vitali or whatever his mm-hmm. name is. Um, I thought it was both of them at the same time. So, yes, I did guess her, but it's kind of like it, you straight but away. But again, a little bit. I did steer yeah, away, yeah. and then sure enough, whenever he was like interviewing or interrogating um, Tina and Vitali, which Tina's name is. What was her name again? Uh, Ari, Dean? Sure. Oliver. I, That's her last name. I'll just Oliver. call her Oliver. Yeah. Um, whenever he was interrogating them, I was like, I got it. Ha ha ha. And then I was like, wait, nah. Oh, uh, never mind. I was wrong. But yeah, I love guessing. I do too. For One these. thing that, um, and so that's also another thing. So the mom being the killer even though I, I basically kind of guessed correctly towards the end, I was kind of hoping it wasn't her. I just felt like it was a little bit underwhelming because I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, the mom did it. Right. Like, typical motive. Yeah. She didn't want her to go away. Oh, and then I also guessed it because whenever she started becoming a little bit of a, more of a suspect for me whenever she, whenever Maxine had said, basically, like, her mom wouldn't let me see her anymore. And then la- the next time I see her, she was in a coffin. And I was like her mama hated you mm-hmm. she didn't want you around and i was like she was probably so she'd possessive. rather kill her daughter than him yeah so i was like okay back Not to the business. whole like mothers hating their daughters the, thing it's it seems to be a little bit of a theme here trend yeah. yeah and a trend um i will say i will say i knew that the little boy i never guessed him but i was a little bit like Whenever we found out that he was the one blackmailing the mom. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, As he get should. the bag. Yes, ma'am. Get the bag. He was a and smart now little he boy. Now nah, he filthy rich because mm-hmm. he done drained that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, give me your money. Yes, ma'am. He was like, my daddy couldn't pay for bills. I was like, ah, 
That's so sad. So I really like that. I thought that was really good. I was like, okay, okay. Because that little boy did look a little too smart for his mm-hmm. age. So, You know what I liked about that little boy is that, yes, we do find out that Mrs. Reynolds, the uh, psychic or yeah, medium, psychic. whatever her name was, mm-hmm. or whatever she was, um, yes, we did find out that she was a, a fake and a fraud. Mm-hmm. And But at the end of the movie or like towards the end of the movie, you can hear the little boy start saying like, listening yes. and i'm like see him i believe him, that he i would talk be, yes i believe that he is a ghosts. some type of medium psychic because like, to be fair they do say that like kids oh i 100 oh that's an also animals. another thing i 100 percent believe that children mm-hmm. and animals have a fit sense of being able to speak contact see the other side of the world that we can't yeah so it's really hard to like you know believe in adults because it's kind of like eh, whatever maybe not but if I get a reaction out of a child, I'm running the other out way. of a dog, out of a cat, out of like any type of animal that has a reaction, a negative reaction towards something that we can't see. Just know it's not for me. Right. And I believe you 100 percent. Yes, ma'am. So I so, yeah, I I, I agree. did like as well um, kind of the way that we thought uh, Poirot was losing his mind. Yes. Because, you know, thinking that he was seeing ghosts and yes. seeing, like, that M, yeah, you know, like, with the plates and the mm-hmm. trickling water. I really liked those visuals. Any visual where we thought he was hallucinating or seeing ghosts or losing his mind, Same. I really enjoyed. I really did, too. And I also, again, like the fact that, so I do believe, so the point of this is that there are ghosts in this. Like, there, there's ghosts that... So along with the plot line of trying to find out like who murdered the people in the house, there's also an, a very like underlying plot line where like the detective were trying to, I feel like even us as like viewers were trying to get him to understand like this stuff can be real though. Right. Like, yes, not everything is real, but there are some things that you can't mm-hmm. explain. And I think even though he was able to say like, yes, this was a fake and yes, this was the murderer. Like he solved the case, but I think at the end of the plot line, he was still like, but I think I now believe yeah. like he's now a believer. So and, I really like that too. Mm-hmm. And I think that him being drugged with yes. that hallucinative um, was like, it kind of shoved it, him a yeah, little bit. It was kind of more like, a doop, doop, like, yeah. you know, yeah, and I and I like that too because I like whenever people who are very skeptical and very like ah like it's all fake and then they get a dose it's of like, like um, what it can be. Bro, I'm gonna feel so fake. What? Oh God, uh, Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed Shane unsolved. And, uh, yeah, Buzzfeed yeah. unsolved. Yeah, because I forgot their names. Ryan and Sh- isn't it Ryan and Shane? Ryan and Shane. I know one of them is Shane. Hold on. <laughs> You're like now I need to know. Um, but yeah, I like I like that we got a little bit of a yeah. Ryan and Shane. So Shane is the skeptical one. Ryan believes in them. And so I've always, and I don't keep up with their stuff anymore, but I've always wanted Shane to like, just be like, wow, to witness something. And he has, I know I I have watched a couple episodes where he's like, oh, dang. Yeah. And I like, and I like that because it's like, I don't know. I like the whole, the whole plot of just like a skeptical becoming a believer Mm -hmm. and then just being like all right okay like i understand it's like yeah like don't Mm -hmm. knock it till you can see it basically um but i also like that they introduce something like a poison that makes you hallucinate so then it's kind of like proving his point yeah so then it makes you question like so are we seeing ghosts or are we not seeing ghosts and so i i liked it i really Mm -hmm. like the plot line of this 
I think my only my only negative to this, but it, it, I can't really make it a negative, is the beginning of this movie was kind of slow. But I feel like for a murder mystery, sometimes the beginning kind of has to be a little slow because you kind of have to know who to your characters in, are. You have to take in the story. Yes, you yeah. have to take in the the environment that they're in, the characters, who they are, why they're there type of like situation. So like that's just my only downside to like murder mysteries because mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, get to the good stuff. But the good stuff happens literally at the end. I liked at the end where um, he finally helps out that guy that's been trying yes. to oh my ask gosh. for help it just made me so happy yeah and i will say and that's just this is just me but whenever we were panning the camera was panning out to the to rest of the rest of um venice you know how there was like these escalators to go up yeah i thought we were just gonna see a bunch of people start going oh, up like just like getting in line. line yeah yeah but no i, I thought that was really sweet yeah because he had said that he was retired but then was mm-hmm. kind of i guess now that he became or he came back as a believer. He was more like, "All right, like, let's, yeah. all right, let's. I'll help. I'll yeah. help you." Um, but that that was really nice. One last thing on my end. I don't know if you want to mention the your the first kill. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, how how do you feel about the first kill and like how she died? I liked it. I loved it. I I was like, she died so was, gracefully. I was literally gonna say, bro. She's like. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. Yeah, it was beautiful. I also just love the actress herself. She's really, she's very beautiful and she's a really good actress. But I was like, okay, Queen Slay. I know, right? Literally. I was not expecting her to be the first kill. I'll be honest. I wasn't either. I didn't think she would be the one to die. I don't know who I thought it was going to be. Um, But I like how immediately when his bodyguard was like, did you see who did it? He was like, I was wearing her stuff. So I like... He basically gave the impression like I wasn't who they meant to kill, so right. who they attempted to kill. Right. So right. what's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. So Okay. Um one last thing is I thought the trailer insinuated that a ghost did them right? Well, I mean the trailer yeah, the trailer to this was a lot more spooky. It was giving a lot more spooky. Yeah. But it's honestly just a typical like murder mystery. Right. With like ghosts on the side. It, I <laughs> like, thought it, it was, was not the main more, dish. I thought it was going to be more of like a, um, the devil made me do it type of like, yeah, vibe. like something um like ha- haunting of Hill House type yeah. stuff. I have no, you've I, never I, seen yeah, it, I was say I but it's yeah, like something that's more paranormal, more believable. Like I thought we weren't going to get an actual murderer at one point because, and then I was like, well, the whole point of the plot seems to be that we're trying to make a skeptical believer, right? So, I mean, so then the ghost did it, but then, but then like he discovered it and then he like, um, yeah. he found out like he, what is it? He, oh my gosh. Huh? I said it not that long ago. He solved the case. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like, I, I can't like, think of the words. He solved uh, the case. And so I was like, oh, okay. But you know, whatever. Yeah. So it is what it is. But overall it was really good. I liked it. I will say for the people who maybe are not, it's definitely oh. not lot like it's okay hold on let me let me backtrack so if you really like knives out like if you thought that that knives out was a really good movie which i 100% do like it's a five out of five for me 10 out of 10 can never say anything bad about knives out this was that but it's a lot darker and a little bit slower Mm -hmm. so like if you I would I want to recommend it but I also feel like if I recommend it and people don't like it they're like it was so boring and I'm like well 
I'm That's sorry. your opinion. <laughs> and it's wrong. And it's wrong. <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway yeah. So. Um, I think now's a, a pretty good time to get into the cast. Okay. Somebody is dead. No one shall leave this place until I know who did it. And period. He sure did. And didn't. period. So and what? He, well, I was gonna say when he locked everything, he they were like, "You can't lock us in here." And mm-hmm. He's like, "Um, someone's dead." Exactly. <laughs> uh, I love how he's always the most sensible, per- like the most, yeah, <laughs> you know, feet on the ground type of person. But mm-hmm. if you don't know, the person who just spoke on that little audio is Kenneth Brainer. I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Bra- Brainer. 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 Anyway, he. Uh, place uh, Poirot. See, I can't. I can't pronounce I any can't of his name. He's also um, supposed to be French. Yeah, and mm-mm. is he's going through a moment? But we've got Miss Michelle. Uh, you, yo, yo, or you? You. It might be yo. Love her. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Reynolds, the psychic mm-hmm. or medium. We've got Jamie Dornan. Which before I continue on with him, I thought he was. So when I first saw him, I was like, "This is Jamie Dornan, right?" But when we got a close-up of his face, I thought he was someone else. And I don't remember who, but I, can't, I thought he was like, I would see this man down the street and I would not know who he is. Or what does Kiki Palmer say? I'm sorry, but I do not know I'm sorry, but I do not know who this man is. Yeah. That's me right now. Oh. Okay, I just found <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's okay. him. Hey, we've come a long way. Hey, we sure have. We've come a long way from filming porn. Okay. To film in a murder, murder mystery. mystery. Okay, go yes, him. Hey, he plays really good as someone um, who's cuckoo and delulu. Cuckoo, yeah, he's cute. Anyway, he plays Dr. Leslie Farrier. Um, we've got Miss Tina Fey as Miss Oliver. Miss yeah. Oliver. Crazy girl. Uh, we've got Ricardo Scamarchio. 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 I don't know, Italian say like, ch- anyway, as Vitali <laughs> Portfolio. <laughs> Not the portfolio. <laughs> hey. Portfol- portfolio. Portfolio. I don't know. Okay. Girl, I don't know. Hey. Next. I'm Mexican. I'm not Italian, bro. Next. We've got Miss Camille Cotton as Olga Semenoff. Mm-hmm. Jude Hill as Leopold Ferrier. Mm-hmm. Kelly Riley as Rowena Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rowan Robinson as Alicia. Mm-hmm. Alicia? Drake? Alicia. Emma Lo- Laird? Laird. As Desdemona Holland. Desdemona? Desdemona? Mm-hmm. And Kyle Allen as Maxine Gerard. Maxine Gerard. Yes. Um, sorry, thinking of those. Um, so I is uh is Holland does Desmona Holland one of the siblings? Yes. Okay. So her and her brother, I really like their interview scene mm-hmm. because I loved when I loved when the detective was like your brother already confessed to it. And she's like, idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, he was like, no. And then the, he was, and then he told the brother, like, your sister already confessed to it, knowing damn well neither of them did. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he's like, no, no, I promise. Like, we would never do that. And I was like, well, your sister said otherwise. Mm-hmm. So y'all kind of suck. And listen, I've got some personal beef with Mr. Kenneth um, for many reasons. Number one is he thought it was a good idea. Uh, and it was wrong. It was a bad idea, bad idea, actually, to play Victor Frankenstein in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from 1994. I've never, I don't think I've don't. ever seen. Oh, don't. Okay. Save yourself. He played two Dr. hours. Frankenstein? Two hours and three minutes. Yes, ma'am. Um, so 
I was in my closed readings class last semester, or last, damn, uh, quite a while ago. Okay. And my professor said, I'm going to walk out of the room for a meeting, but y'all stay in here and watch Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from 1994. And we said, okay. Yeah, we know why he left. He'd had, he didn't have no meeting. He, <laughs> he had no meeting. He did it. not want to sit there and watch birth juice be covered in Kenneth and Robert De Niro. Oh, Yeah, it was really nasty. Robert De Niro, what he doing in he Frankenstein? He was Frankenstein's monster. He played Frankenstein? Monster, yeah. He played the monster? Yes, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? Yes. Played the and monster? You know, who, you know who else is in it? Uh, Elena Baum, Bonham Carter. What's her name? Bellatrix. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's a little Harry Potter reunion in there. Was Robert De Niro doing in Frankenstein? Bro, <laughs> I'm sorry. All I can see him in like mom movies. Dude, he plays Frankenstein's monster in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein fuck? in 1994. I will have to take a look at that. You will not have to. Anyway. Okay. Um, Interesting. But yeah. Well, okay. So now <laughs> going, going back to the cast to this, um, I really like the cast. Me too. I loved every person that was on screen and when they had their little moments. And when I say that murder mysteries have so much fucking dialogue and they have so many lines that they would have to remember because there's not a lot of break in between dialogues. Like there's not a moment where there's not someone speaking or yelling or yelling or anything like that. And I applause, first of all, applaud to everyone who has to do murder mysteries and, you know, do all of these lines. A lot of this was probably, um, what is it called? Uh, like improv mm -hmm. and shout out because amazing. Um, but I, I really loved the chemistry that everyone had with each other on screen. And I don't know how old little Jude Hill is, but he ate. He's eight. No, <laughs> he's eight. Honestly, he looks like he could be eight. Like he looks really young. Could be, yeah. He looks really small, but he, I really loved it. I loved everything. Um, yeah. Mr. Jamie Dorian, Doran, Dornan. Dornan? Uh, yeah. He's he 13, by the way. He was born in 2010. He's 13? 2010. How was that 13 years? Wait. He looks like that he's like nine. Ago? I mean, maybe this was filmed. He's Irish. Oh. Irish. What that got to do? I don't know. I don't know. Or Irishman small. <laughs> anyway. I well, I really like the cast. Um, I will say... There was only a couple of these people that I could be like, oh my gosh, yes, I've seen them. Or, you know, like, I know who they are. But a lot of these other ones, no, not much. Um, but I liked them. Yeah. Um, so since we're sort of nearing the end, we're going to go ahead and play a little would No, No facts? Do we have some? We do. Where? Oh, shit. <laughs> I skipped right over. You okay. sure did. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Damn. Re uh, anyway, she said, let's cut your shit short. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to some fun facts uh, from this movie. And again, these are all coming from Miss I Am. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, miss Don't look it up. <laughs> miss, <laughs> miss IMDB. Next time, just say Google. <laughs> okay. Just say Google. Okay. Say Google's friend. Google's friend. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. So... Detective Poirot uh, suggests... Poirot. Poirot? But the way he pronounces it, it's like Poirot. You know what I mean? Because he's French. Yeah, well, let me pronounce it the way that he pronounces it. Okay. 
You know, we don't discriminate here. Okay, moving on. Anyway, he suggests that Leopold should read Dickens in Murder <laughs> on the Orient on the Orient Express from 2017. Great movie. He is seen reading A Tale of Two Cities, written by Charles Dickens. There we go. Okay. And in Death on the Nile, 2022, he reads The Mystery of Edwin Drood, the latter being the author's final novel, an unfinished murder mystery not revealing the killer's identity because of Dickens' untimely death, something we would most likely definitely intrigue the, the detective in deducing, deducing for himself. Isn't that cool? So... He, so basically, he was reading Dickens his whole career, and then once he retired, he was like, "Yes, but the thing is, like, on the on death on the, death on the Nile, he was reading the mystery of Edwin Drood, which was unfinished because Dickens died. Mm-hmm. So, and it was a murder mystery, so we never oh. know who the killer was. Interesting. Yeah, I, I actually did not know that. I was not aware of that." I do like the line uh, that he gives him because he's like, "You should, you should read Dickens," and then mm-hmm. he's like, "I find him, yeah, child, like child, like I find him child, yeah. childish or something like that." And I was like, "Oh," mm-hmm. he said, "Yeah, Edgar Allan mm-hmm. Poe was worse." My first of all, period. Number two, <laughs> my English teachers would disagree with Charles Dickens um, being childish. Mm. Okay. Um, second fun fact is that this film was filmed. Uh, in Venice, because mm. uh, Kenneth wanted to use as many physical sets possible for filming. Venice is number one on my list when I decide to go out of the country. Right. When I tell you. It's uh, not my first one. It's Well, I know it's not your first okay. one. But it is for me because I'm trying to visit it before it sinks completely. Right. right. Um, and I feel like we're not that far. But I'm excited to go. But yes. To be in Venice during the fall, mm-hmm. beautiful. Hey, and if I happen to beautiful. walk into a seance during that too, I'm gonna stay. And you know what was interesting too <laughs> is that was this was the nun too? Didn't that happen in? It happened in Italy, but I don't think it happened in Venice. Okay, but it it was in Italy. Okay, yes, and it was actually oh, it in was France, wasn't it? Wasn't it France? It was France. The nun two. I mean, the nun one. No, the nun one was in like Romania. Oh, it was in Romania. No, the nun two was in France. I thought it was in Italy. Girl, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was France. I think it was in Italy. Okay, well, we'll discuss that when we discuss the nun two. Catholicism. But it's also, I think, in France. One thing for sure is I can tell you it's in Mexico. (laughs) Um, But anyway. I okay. Well, either way, I would like to see Detective Poirot defeat, try to defeat the nun. Ooh, uh, put me in the writer's room. <laughs> Take you out of the writer's room. <laughs> Let's get this thing out. Oh my gosh! Actually, that would be really funny. But the nun too happened in like what 1956. Yeah, and this was 1947. Oh, so. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. Because he could still be a little old, but he could still have his ways. Like, yeah. that was, what, only 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. He's going to be, like, 80, still dissol- solving yeah. cases. That is if the nun doesn't. That actually does would it. like, I would like that crossing. Right. That would be so funny. Because him be like, hmm, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> that just blew up. <laughs> he <laughs> Something will, just caught girl, on fire. watch it this whole time, not even be an entity. It's just some 
person. Oh my gosh, bro, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be really funny. That'd be really funny. And anyway, then, yeah. Okay, now 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 we can now we can move on to my segment. Wait, one last one. Oh, okay. Okay, Kenneth Brainall, Bray Bray Brainall, the detective. Sure, but like the actor. Oh, um, yes. Worked with the technical department to cause surprises for the cast. The actors were not warned about lights going out suddenly or gusts of wind slamming doors on the sets in which they worked, causing genuine com confusion and startled reactions from the actors to appear in the film. Kelly Riley confirmed that the filming that the filming of the seance was a terrifying experience, saying in an interview in an interview, Jesus Christ. It scared the bejesus out of me. Not the bejesus. The bejesus. It would scare the bejesus out of me, it too. Should've. That's actually really cool. I love when films, like either directors, producers, or even just some cast members that are like, hey, let's get some true reactions like out of these people and see how they were like to act. Mm -hmm. And again, things like this, it's what helps make a scene. And it's what helps make iconic like the things that come out of this film. And that's. So See, cool. the thing about me, though, is that I'm built different. I would and be like, who the I fuck is doing this? No, if I was the one producing and directing this movie, I would have actually done a seance. <laughs> a real seance? A real seance. <laughs> or a real, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, so so here we have Mrs. Reynolds. And yeah. then we're like, where's Michelle? She's not she not going to be our median? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's like she's going to come a little bit later. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and get the seance out the way. Everybody gather in a circle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold hands and close your eyes. <laughs> and look up. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. <laughs> if, you, if you're religious, go ahead and say your prayer yeah. now. Just in case. Oh, gosh. All right. Okay, Honestly, well, now, so, now okay, it's time for your little would you rather. Yeah. <laughs> now we can do my little segment. Um, okay, now we're nearing the end of the episode. So we are going to do a little would, would you rather. Yeah. yeah. So for this movie, would you rather face a vengeful entity or try to solve a mystery that includes a murder, unsure if it was done by an entity or a human? The latter. Huh? The latter. The latter? The last one. The latter? Yes. People say, you, you know, people yes. say the latter whenever it's like, Last one. The last thing you just said? That's what the latter means? No. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So you choose you choose the ladder. Do you choose to go under it or do you choose to go? <laughs> How far up on the ladder are we going? Uh, oh, I can't stand you. I can't stand your ass, bro. Oh my god. So any hosels, uh okay. What's the opposite of a ladder? <laughs> I don't know. A step stool. <laughs> I choose the step stool. Anyway. No. <laughs> um, no. See, I think I would like to be in a murder mystery that has both. Okay. So imagine a murder mystery, but you have a group of people <laughs> who are like, who can be murderers, but then you have like the nun. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. So, okay, okay cuz okay. So I believe I believe in like ghosts and I believe in entities and everything. Mm -hmm. And I also believe that again, we're going back to this conversation that not all of them are evil. So like humans can be definitely yeah, but more evil the than spirits. Yeah, question says a vengeful entity. 
So the nun. <laughs> is the nun vengeful, though? Like, is she trying to gain... Is she seeking, ven- you know, vengeance? Ven- I don't know. In that last movie, she was seeking eyes. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Whatever you like, we were talking about how, like, the, the trailer to the nun was supposed... Like, it made it seem so much more scary. Yeah. And a lot of the scenes that were actually cool, they included it in the trailer. So yeah. we were kind of like, all right, there's not much more. And that she just seemed like she was ready to like just. Hey, I'm burning down this sister, church. Who's next? <laughs> I told my sister, hey, you should be up there with her trying to get some eyes, bro. <laughs> Your sister's fucking blind, yes, bitch. Bro. <laughs> you anyway. leave her alone. Anyway. anyway, my answer to make a long motherfucking story short is I would try to solve a mystery that inclu- that does include a murder. So murder mystery. And I'm trying to determine whether or not it was done by a human or, for example, an entity, like you said, like the nun. Was this guy's eyes gouged out? Wait, how did the first priest die in the nun too? Anyway, we'll get to the nun too whenever we get to the nun too. But for example, he burned. Oh, yeah, he did burn. She literally levitated him and said, Dance the night away. Wait, wrong wrong song. (laughs) Wrong Dua Lipa song. Dance the night away. Um, So was he decapitated? For example, it's a completely different murder. Was he decapitated because an an entity killed him or was it because a human killed him? That's what I want to know. Okay. That's what I would want to choose for my would you rather. You know what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... Okay, I guess I guess I too would like to be in a murder mystery. Ooh, you know what? Okay, I'm thinking now of my 30th birthday. I want to do a murder mystery. That's in like a year, right? <laughs> you vengeful bitch. No, I'm still in my early 20s. Okay. Um, I would like to do. <laughs> I would like to do a murder mystery party. Okay, who's gonna be uh, a victim? Gina. <laughs> No, we, we killing you for the evening. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes, you don't get I no dialogue. I literally said <laughs> you need to be laying on the floor with the hey, blanket on top of you. I'm gonna make sure I, I look stunning. Cut. Yeah, you can. I will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna have no lines because you're gonna be dead. <laughs> They're trying to silence me, y'all. <laughs> Help. No. Okay. I think I'd rather be in a murder mystery as well. I think I would like to be. I think to be. I think to be like the like. Would it be like devil's advocate if I'm like, I want to do everything in my power to make it look like it's me, but then I know it's not. But me. I know, yeah, no, yeah, I right. Pretty cool. I'm gonna yeah, do that. I'm yeah, gonna do I'm that. Being like, yeah, I killed them. <laughs> but then they're like, you're lying. And yeah. it's like, am I? You don't know that. So I'm capable of a lot of things. Yeah. So, so mine's more like I don't want to solve the mystery, but I want to be part of the group where right. people are like, I'm suspecting you. I'm like, and should. Mm-hmm. But just know it's not me because right. I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you know my go. You know you were mentioning God complexes earlier in the in the episode, um, and yours decided to pop up. Excuse me. Um. Yes, I mean it never left. Mm. Um, she was just being kept silent for a little bit okay. while you were talking. But okay. now that she's here, um, I would like to solve the mystery before everyone else does. In my mind. Oh, like you would want to be. I would want to solve. You're you like, know, I know who did it. I know who did it. Well, meanwhile, these people are running with their, you know, like 
chickens with their heads cut off, mm-hmm. being like, oh my God, who killed it? Well, the whole time I know who it was. Okay, now thinking about it. So right before he gives the reveal of like, I know who killed her. Mm-hmm. How did he come up? Like, does he even, do we even get like a... He does his little lore. He does the, he does his little spiel on how he, in every movie. But we as the audience also don't know how he got there until he like revealed everything. Well, I feel like there are some scenes where you can tell where he's like, oh. So also, because the because the last thing that we see him do is pick up the other half of that picture from under her bed, mm-hmm. but it, that only happened whenever the cup fell, right? And so I'm guessing I thought it was going to be a little Harry Potter moment, and the cup was going to show like an initial or something. Same, but no. Okay, I was just curious because I was like, how did he? How did sure he get to enough, that point? whenever he picked up the other, oh, because his because <gasps> his mom. Oh my god, her mom. You're so right. Her mom. Her mom. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. was hiding it? Yeah. In a or, way, or like, she's the one who ripped the photo, I'm yeah, assuming. Something. Something in that story. Because I was like, he picked up the photo, the other half of that photo, and was like, because he has her side and she oh has his God. side. What if this whole time the mother was in love with him? Oh. Just think about it. I mean, true. there has to be another reason why she killed him. Killed true. her. True, true, true. Yeah. Anyway, true, true, true. that's just me. Interesting. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I think we're at a pretty good... Um, time right now to go ahead and rate this movie uh now this is a horror movie so we will have our our two scales of satisfactory and scary just because a horror movie is good does not always mean it is scary and vice versa so monica i have a question yeah oh hi um what do you rate this movie Scary scale, I'm giving it a 2 out of 10. It wasn't that scary. Um, if anything, the 2 is because of the jump scares. And when I tell you that my body, my soul took a screenshot, it did. Um, I I clenched to my popcorn <laughs> bucket very hard once. Uh, because it's just so loud. Yeah. So it gets a little 2 for a little jump scares. Okay. Um, satisfactory, I'm giving it a solid 8. Okay. Was it like my favorite murder mystery? Nor, uh, but it was a good one. Okay. I loved the vibe. I love the eeriness. I love the cinematography. I loved the gothic feel of mm-hmm. this movie. And I also love that it was taking place in Venice. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you? Cute. Scary for me, I'm going to give it a four because mm. I did jump a little you know, more than I once. did jump a little bit more than once. Yeah. I jumped so hard that my head did hit the ceiling. <laughs> she um, took off like a rocket. I sure did. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10. Okay. Um, typically, these types of movies, you know, these Agatha Christie um, Film, movie ad- yeah. adaptations aren't, to me, typically scary. But, yeah. of course, since this one did have a little bit of more of like a horror element to it and, yeah. and paranormal, I it was, to me, the scariest one. Okay. Um, so... Four out of ten. Uh, satisfactory, same. Eight out of ten. Uh, maybe eight and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I enjoyed it. I didn't necessarily hate it. Yeah. Uh, there were a few things that I still have a few questions about. Um, but overall, I would rewatch it. Same. I would rewatch this as well. I just know Gina would love this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think if I were to rewatch this, I think I, I would take our friend Gina yes. to go watch this. And me. It's really good. Okay. Eh. 
Anyway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, okay. It looks like this concludes this episode of A Haunting in Venice. It looks like we are nearing um, the end of the episode. As always, this was a blast to record. Lots of fun. If today's episode intrigued you and you haven't watched this movie and would like to, you can watch it. Say it with me. In, in theaters. theaters. Because it's still in theaters. Uh, it just came out. And thank you again, and of course, to everyone tuning in and listening. We truly appreciate you. And if you want to keep up with us, we have all of our social media in the summary of description. And I know we say this all the time, but we do sincerely appreciate all of y'all for listening and for supporting us. And of course, you know, liking our content, commenting mm -hmm. on our stuff, messaging us privately yeah. or whatever. It, it feels really nice knowing that we are you know, at least targeting some of you horror freaks. So yes, it's, it's pretty so much, cool. It's so much fun. Yeah. I don't. I know we posted it on our Instagram, kind of getting it out of the way, but we finally posted our TFW blog vlog from when we went earlier in May. Um, it was a lot of fun. We thought uh, it took me forever to kind of get the content together in the video and how I wanted it put together, but I finally just put it together and I put it up on our YouTube. So it's up if you would like to watch it and see what all we did. Um and everything and it was a lot of fun to do and we can't wait for next year mm -hmm. but hopefully we can kind of create some more of that like content for you and if we i don't know decide to do more things we are going to hhn this year uh we are going separately though like separate times so jessica is going to go the week before and then i'm going the week after and so maybe we can film yeah. our time there and then mm -hmm. put it all together yep. and show you some spooky content so yes, it'll be a lot of fun but anyway, yes, thank you again for that. And with that being said, if you liked today's episode as well, please tune in to next week's episode where we talk about our new film. Not our new film. Uh, I a wish. new film. Manifesting. <laughs> Saw X, which is Saw 10. Yes. Basically. Yes. Right? Um, I'm excited. I was telling Jessica that before we started recording that I'm actually very proud because I have not seen one trailer for X oh. or for Saw yeah. X. Um, so I kind of don't know what to expect. I mean, I feel like I know what to expect because it's a Saw movie, but I don't know what to expect. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. Um, as many, maybe, actually, I don't even know if y'all do know, but my recently this summer, uh, my sister and I and Monica and Gina went to Houston Horror Film Fest mm -hmm. and my sister and I were fortunate enough to meet Shawnee Smith, who of course plays Amanda Young. Um, and she said that she said she's very excited for us to watch this movie. Number Let's one. See. Um, but my favorite thing that she said is that she loved Mexico. Oh, and I was like, we'd love you back girl. Yeah. Um, which is funny. Cause when, when my sister was talking to her, she was like, are you from here? And my sister was like, well, we live in Texas, but we're from, we're from Mexico actually. And, uh, she was like, oh, I love that place. You know, and all that. So it was, it was really cool. How but sweet. I'm very excited. Yeah, I love so, me a good so song we movie. have so we have a reoccurring uh, like character, mm -hmm. I guess, in this movie, which is really cool. Um, I, look, if y'all have never seen any of the Saw movies, just watch like the first four. You don't have to watch every single one of them. Um, she, Jessica was also saying that she's watched Spiral and she really liked it. I, did. I have not seen it, so maybe I can watch it. But before people come at me, a lot of people did not like Spiral, but I liked it. So y'all can fight me on that. Okay. Physically. And another thing is, and I think we've mentioned this before, if you do not like Terrifier, you'll don't probably watch, not like Saw. Don't watch Saw. Yeah. Which, 
I feel like by now, Saw has been around long enough for people to kind of know what Saw is about yeah. and how gory and how bad it can get. So if you're very easily triggered by gore, uh, really gore is just is just what it is. So there's a lot of blood, a lot of like, uh, I don't know, just really weird traps and things that can easily trigger someone. And if you're very not so, if you don't like blood, if you don't like torture, mm-hmm. if you don't like uh yeah just things like that like don't don't watch this it's not for you find a different horror movie like yeah go on and watch something else but we're excited i also bought a um the jigsaw popcorn head bucket thing uh mm-hmm. and it's really yep. cool the eyes light up you push them it took me a while to find out how the eyes light up because I, it said to push it with a button so I was going up and down all around trying to find the button. It's the eyes. The eyes are the buttons. Oh. And I wasn't aware. Oh, I love that. But it's fun. So I'm excited. And yeah. I'm excited too. You're excited too? Me. Nice. Yeah. We're going this weekend to go watch it. So, um, All right. Well, before we completely end the episode, Jessica, what yes. did you think about this week's movie? Did you think it was a movie? I thought this week's movie was a movie. I thought it was a movie. Me too. It was good. It was good. I like love it. I like it too. It wasn't a huge like a movie moment, right. but it was it, it was, was a, a movie. Mo- yeah, it, was it was a moment. It was a little moment. I enjoyed it a lot. Me I, too. Again, I would watch this again. I enjoyed it. Would I buy it? Honestly, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was it would be a movie that I own. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, all right. Well, there you guys have it. Thank you guys again. Uh we will talk to you guys next week. And as always, we've been your host Monica and Jess. Stay safe and, and stay, stay spooky. Tonight we are all afraid. We cannot hide from our ghosts. Whether they are real or not. Oof, that was scary. I can't wait to come back next week.